Hey, you're listening to The Weekly Bakay, hosted by Toby, Jasmine, and Sophie. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Weekly Bakay. This is Toby. This is Jasmine. And this is Sophie. And we're finally all together again for our August episode. Ooh, ooh, two months in a row. Yay. Okay, let's kick things off with Sophie. Why don't you tell us a bit about how your month has gone? It was also your birthday. Yeah, crazy enough, believe it or not. She made it another year. Yes, yeah, so I turned what? 16? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I turned 26 this month, which seems really really crazy because I felt like 25 was like I don't think people get old when you turn 18 you're like okay nobody gets older than 18 and then like you turn 25 I'm like okay no one gets older than 25 and then lo and behold here here I am at 26 honestly 25 was a great year and I'm looking forward to 26 it's a rocky start but will be cool I did start school again my last year and I if y'all remember from the last time that we talked we were having in real time, mental breakdowns about my experience with law school and my relationship with law school. But I took the girls' advice because they are—they know a lot more than I do, and I have just been taking Ooh. it, <laughs> taking it one day at a time. And yeah, I mean, it's been fine. I was able to have a little bit of a break between, like, ending my internship, ending my internship, which I'm still working, uh, ending that, and then also starting school so I was able to go to the Caribbean for a little bit and then for my birthday I was in Mexico and I got to just kind of relax and have a good time so that is the tea of the tea and I'm happy to I'm looking forward to 26 and sharing this journey and also being on the podcast for I mean we'll hit year five in this year that's crazy oh true we started around Sophie's 21st birthday right yeah Yep. Wow. That's crazy. Yes. Oh my gosh, yeah, time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> True. What about you, Jasmine? Uh, so honestly, first of all, the fact that we have basically all of our early 20s documented on this podcast is crazy to me in terms of updates from my end the last month. Um, gosh, where has it all been? I am trying to get my thoughts together, but first and foremost, started off, uh, one of the biggest updates that I can think of is started off the month with traveling back to Kansas City for a huge family wedding. So exciting. And it was so beautiful. My cousins, Eric and Kamal, well, my cousin, Eric married um, his longtime girlfriend and fiance, Kamal, who is now his wife, but it's funny. They've been together for like five, six years and it already felt like she was part of the family. Um, so I've always considered her my cousin already, but I love that it's official and it was a beautiful wedding and it was the perfect way to cram in seeing all the family. So shout out to them for that as well, for a good time and a reunion with everyone. Um, other fun things that happened in the last month, I went to see both Dominic and Fike and Drake in concert. We'll touch more on those shows in our pop culture segment because we have to tell you all about the concerts we've been to and are going to but yeah lots of fun for me the last month it's been a crazy month but happy to have had some other things to look forward to toby how has august been for you um well first off i love both of you guys's updates um nice to see everyone like traveling and having fun and like also taking time off um and all the wedding pictures from um Jasmine's cousins, Eric's 
wedding were fabulous so you should check them out on her instagram if you haven't um for me this month has honestly been a complete blur um it's been busy but i am pushing through to the best of my ability um also went to a fun concert which we'll talk about here have a bunch of travel coming up in september which should be cool and like fashion week and everything um which i am looking forward to and yeah and i mean i guess we can go ahead and get straight into concerts then since that's top of mind and honestly thank god because i need something like fun to look forward to um but jasmine why don't you start us off with the concerts that you went to in august Yes. So on August 9th, that was a Wednesday. I went to see Dominic Vike at the Greek Theater. And if you guys remember, the last time I was I was at the Greek Theater was with Sophie and Toby when we saw Charlie XEX. It's a beautiful venue. It's an outdoor, indoor venue that there's not a bad seat at all in the building. And it was amazing. It was my first time seeing him ever live in concert. You guys, if you have the chance to see this man in concert, you have to go. He's so talented and brilliant and the way that his music translates onto on stage is just as like melodic and angelic and as heavenly as it sounds on the record he did a lot of songs also off of his previous albums so i got to see a lot of favorites um yeah i cannot get over it enough one of my favorite songs that he performed was pasture child it's actually my favorite song off of the sunburn album and it's the one that went viral on tiktok because he literally sounds like an angel on it like his vocals are insane he's brilliant on the guitar i know he loves to say that he's a bad guitarist but um i was blown away it was very rock star boyfriend and i was totally into it so definitely if you can see Dominic fight go see him he does like funny little dialogues in between the sets and actually has like conversation and connection with the audience which I think is amazing and our LA show because I went the second night got him he like changed stage or he changed clothes on stage and like gave us a little strip tease so you know I was about that (laughs) um moving on to Drake my fifth time seeing Aubrey Drake Graham in concert of course I was at the it's all a blur tour here in LA I went the second night with our friend Lauren you guys this concert changed my life you know how whenever we talk about going to concerts we get post-concert depression afterwards I'm not kidding you when I say that afterwards, I did not have an ounce of post-concert depression. I have never felt so moved and inspired and rejuvenated and like ready to take on life like I like I did after that show. I woke up, I woke up before my alarm the next day and I was just ready to take on the world. It was such a brilliant show. 21 Savage is also amazing. He did run in in person which is like um one of my favorite songs and it's also a fun fact running is like a, is the song I play before I jump on a sales call at work to like help with my social anxiety but Drake pulled up with all the classics he opened with Marvin's Room Everyone Died funny story enough about the Drake concert I thought he was going to bring out Travis because he performed Meltdown like he started performing Meltdown at the LA shows mm-hmm. and I'm not kidding you I almost passed out because I swore <laughs> that Travis was coming out Luckily, I didn't pass out because Travis did not make it out, but he did not need a special guest. I know, but it's okay. He didn't need a special guest. Um, We also got Fire and Desire as our special song at the end, which is really special for the fact that I don't think he's ever performed that live in person. Um, But yeah, cannot rave enough about it. Get the tickets, Bestie. I'm sorry if you have to buy them at the resale value, but Mm. money comes back, but it's all a blur tour does not. (laughs) 
<laughs> I've heard really good things about this tour, to be honest. Yeah, it's amazing. And I also was at the Kia Forum, which another is another venue where venue. not a bad seat at all. Like we were up in like the 200s, like three rows from the wall, and I saw him perfectly. But yeah, that was me in August with my concerts. Toby, tell the people how CRJ was. Yeah, so I went to see Carly Rae Jepsen for the third time um, earlier this month. Actually, Sophie, I think it was your birthday week. Um, but yeah, I mean, Carly is a pop princess. Mm -hmm. I've loved her for a very long time in her music. So it's always really nice going to her shows because it's always just such like a pop heavy crowd where like people know all of the deep cuts. And of course, she plays like the fan favorites or the not necessarily fan favorites, but like the mainstream, like iconic ones, like Call Me Maybe or Run Away With Me, which is just a pop classic in general. <laughs> yeah, wait, actually I need to send videos from that song because it's just like, I was also right by the stage and this is the closest I've ever like um, seen one of her concerts live. And I remember telling my brother um, that like her band, we've been to a lot of shows within this group here, but her band I've never seen a band have more fun like in my life and they have like not choreography but like kind of between the background dancers and her band and they're just also in sync and they make it look so effortless and I you can just tell while watching them it's like these people are having the time of their lives they're so relaxed she's not officially on tour she just played two shows it was either two or three shows back to back because um a couple of my friends went the next day um, but yeah, I was at a new venue in downtown Los Angeles called the Bellwether, super like, um, club vibes. Um, everything is GA and there's a massive balcony section. Um, getting to hear some of my favorite pop songs ever, like want you in my room live. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just, so sorry. I've never so been and I'm already having more flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> like, and the choreography of those songs is adorable. Um, I, uh, okay. I feel like I'm rubbing your face. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm by I will vicariously live for you. Yeah, but in like, due time. In due time, yeah. Um, that was great. And then I also recommend, I don't know if you guys both have listened to her album, The Loneliest Time, the one she dropped last year. Mm -hmm. But strictly because of the title, I was like, I don't know if I can take that on right now, but it's actually a very like lighthearted album. And the actual song called The Loneliest Time so good i played it in the car even um again it was when i was going to somewhere with my brother and he was like oh my gosh i love this song it's just like one of those songs that even if you aren't like a pop girl you will love you will eat up it has the range seeing it live is also crazy i was like oh my gosh wow people really love this song so yeah it was cool love it well more concerts that are coming up we'll probably touch on in september for that recap is toby and i are both seeing the jonas brothers and five seconds of summer jonas brothers was a spur of the whim thing i had no yeah. intentions of going to the show until last weekend toby tell the people how that came into our laps you know so basically like i've been seeing the tiktoks for the jonas brothers tour. i don't know about you all but it feels like they're kind of similar to chris brown where they're always touring so i was just like honestly i don't know what year it is i don't know what like what this is from and then Friday night, I was coming back from a dinner and I check my um, IG and I see that like Fiona, who is um, like one of my best friends from college, she was posting from, um, what's the, what's the Cubs? Where did the Cubs play Chicago? Like Wrigley or something? She was posting. Wrigley Field or Soldier Field? Yeah, 
Oh, oh gosh, no. I should know this. This I literally lived in Chicago for four years. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, you were right. I think it's Wrigley. I think it's Soldier Wrigley. is football. The yeah, football. Soldier yeah. is football. Um, where One Direction played. But the Wrigley. And I see her like post a video of Joe Jonas just looking adorable. And I was like, wait, stop. And she was like, he's so baby girl. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Is this <laughs> worth the money? And she was like, yes. Because Fiona's the queen of, she will go to every single concert alone. She does not give zeros. And I'm like, yes, girl. Like, if you got to do it, you got to do it. I was like, listen, I will go to this concert alone if I have to. But I'm going to check with the girls tomorrow. And immediately, like, check stuff up. The tickets are mad cheap. Granted, they're in the nosebleeds. But I'm like, yo. I personally never seen the Jonas Brothers. Neither have Jasmine, or I'm not sure if her roommate Kath has seen them either. None, none of us. So nope. it's gonna be our first time seeing them on a Saturday at Dodger Stadium, which is like pretty iconic. And there's billboards all over LA saying five albums, one night, Jonas Brothers. And I saw that billboard right before I was gonna meet Jasmine and two of our friends. And I was like, oh, this is a sign. We actually have to go, and then we all kind of made the leap. So we'll see them, and then we'll see Five Stars five days later, which is kind of insane. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, at the forum. Yeah. Y'all, y'all ain't gonna make it. We're gonna have to. Flash, like, flash forwards of me at the Five Stars concert, just be like, I can't actually physically take this. <laughs> I know, because here, when we hear Bad Omens live, it's oh over. Oh it's fucking God. over. I can't believe we're about to hear Five Sauce Five Live. The yeah. best album that came in from 2022. And we get to hear it finally. Because um, we were we were salty when Luke Hemmings did a, a quick show at the Fonda. And it sold out within 0.5 seconds. Um, I'm st- I, I do hold grudges, Luke Hemmings. I want you to know that. So I'm glad we were <laughs> able to get tickets to Five Sauce. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I would have been really upset if we don't go. Because full disclaimer, I feel really scenty going into this. Because... I think this might be if this could be our last time seeing them. And that kind of freaks me out because with One Direction, we were told they were going to go on a break and then they literally broke up and we have not seen them together for six years. Something that at least told me over was having bleachers and having five shots. If you take five shots away too, I I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I really don't know about this. Lord Jesus, watch over Toby. (laughs) Watch over Toby. Oh, so it just hits different this time. Oh my, because this is, I think, my fifth time seeing them. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Damn. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to take this shit in. Yeah. If they play Heartache on the big screen, you know that this is their last concert. <laughs> and I was about to say that I think they're going to play it because they play Heartbreak Girl and they play like Throwback. Like, yeah, that's it. They're taking, they're done. <laughs> Oh man, we know it's a wrap. Like <laughs> it's okay. Well, um, I'm not accepting that until after the show. It's of fine. Course. Mentally <laughs> prepare yourself. Take it in. Oh man. Okay. I have to be like dead sober for this. Though. I think it's just because it's like Michael's about to have a kid. Luke is about to get married. I think they just want to break. I honestly don't believe that they would ever fully break up because it was also no. a choice to get in a band. You know, it's not the One Direction thing. I know. I was like, you know what else this sounds like? Lies and infidelity. The only thing that gives me any hope for them staying together is that this feels like they have complete ownership over their decision. Mm-hmm. 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 
Okay. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> Let me get off. <laughs> All right. Moving on to reality TV before I have convulsions. Um, if you guys have been kind of keeping up with The Bachelorette, I know that we haven't on the podcast, but we have been watching Charity from, what was his name? Zach Season. Yes, from Zach Season. Already forgot. <laughs> Charity picked Dalton as her person forever last week on The Bachelorette, and we are so happy and excited they are the most beautiful couple i've ever seen that man is exactly yeah. how tall i need my man to be like i think it was his birthday post on instagram that she posted of him the last slide if you like slide over to the photo of them in the club and she's standing on a booth in heels and they're the same height yes girl please yes i but think that's your i think that's jasmine's exact height difference though because charity's like five three and he's like six seven so <laughs> I love it. Oh, Nigeria. Wait, she's 5'3? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is like you. Perfect. <laughs> good to know. Oh, damn. Good to know. Okay, she's 5'3. But yeah, now she's so getting we- ideas. We shouldn't have told you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there are girls like Sophie and I who are taller than you. Yeah, yeah the blitz is save the tall kings for other people. Hey. <laughs> I'm not if if it comes to me I'm taking it sorry I'm not setting that shit free (laughs) but all jokes aside one of the best seasons so far in bachelorette history um there's just something about charity's energy like she first of all she seems so with her being a therapist you can tell the emotional intelligence is there like all of the like internal intelligence is there the way that she conducted herself and checked these men I was about every single episode um Dotton from day one was always just so sweet always stood out to me because of the height one and that man is so fine I'm so happy for them um it was I feel like it was a no-brainer when she came down the to the, the decision feel horrible for Joey but congrats to him on being the next bachelor um but Toby what did you think as you were watching this season well I felt really confident because one I predicted well, I felt really good about Dotun. I thought that he would make it to the end, but I also was like, eh, this also could be my bias because I'm Nigerian and I always want the Nigerian guy to win. But so far, they've been crushing it on the show. Mm-hmm. So I saw him and I was like, all right, he's one to go. But then I definitely was part of the viewership that was pulled in the last episode, literally on the edge of my seat, like having palpitations because I genuinely really liked both Dotun and Joey. So I was like, I, I like the thought of one of them being upset. And for a minute, when they were leading us to believe that she wouldn't pick Dotun, I honestly was like, oh my God, I don't think I can bear. Like, even my brother actually came to watch that episode and he got up and he was like, nah, I can't stick around for this. <laughs> like, the minute that like the foot came out of the limo and it was Joey's, he was like, I'm gone. We just like them so much. Even my parents watched, and they were like, "Yeah, it's just, yeah." I mean, we all we wanted her to be Dotun. <laughs> like, I also really love Joey. So honestly, she had like such an amazing top two. Um, I think she had a really iconic group of men. Um, say what you want about Brayden, but he is a, a a wonderful reality TV character. I thought that he's one of the funniest people we've seen on that show in a long time. <laughs> Um, Charity, I think, was my favorite bachelorette since Hannah Brown. I think she goes right up there with, like, the amazing bachelorettes of, like, Andy, Caitlin, Rachel, Hannah. Charity's name is right up there. I'm really happy because she was an underdog. Ended up being bumped up to primetime 
for whatever mm-hmm. reason. But I honestly am super happy for her. I'm glad because I think this also is going to open the door to um, more and more people of color to be in the lead. Um, yeah, and I'm just really happy for her and Dotun. And I'm like crossing my fingers, toes, everything that they stay together. Yes, same. <laughs> Um, I, I'm excited to see Brayden on Bachelor in Paradise. Bat, like her men are going to slay this summer in on the island or in Mexico or wherever they're at. They're not an island, they're in Mexico. Um, so I'm so excited to watch him, especially on the on Bachelor in Paradise. Also, okay, can we talk about how after the final rose, whatever they did to Joey's grooming only elevated him even more? I yes. He, he walked amazing. out and I was like, damn, that is not the same man. I, I've liked Joey since the since the beginning. He was one of my favorites. I, I always found him very handsome. His charm, I would have folded. It would have worked on me. Night, like night one, it would have been over. But damn, I did not think the man could get any more beautiful. And then you see him after the final rose. They, cu- they cut his hair. That's all they really had to do. And he was a little more tan. Loved it. Glow up breakup on mm-hmm. him. Plus production grooming. I'm into it. They did amazing. I cannot wait for his season. I'm also very excited for a season and I like that people are excited because it means more people will watch it, will get more out of it. Mm-hmm. I will admit that I was wrong because I remember telling Jasmine and a few other people like earlier in the season that I didn't really know if I trusted Joey. Um, and so I like that like later on. And also it was up until like hometowns when his uncle was like, I don't know about this. Like, I don't think we're seeing the real Joey. I was like, at that point I had grown to like like him, but I still was like, I don't know who this man is. Mm-hmm. But now I'm comfortable not knowing who this man is because I think he's just a good person. So mm-hmm. it's okay that like we don't really know him very well. I think at his root, he seems like a good person and that's what I guess matters the most. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for his season. And the Golden Bachelor and mm-hmm. Bachelor Paradise. Yeah, yeah, wait, Sophie, did you know about that? The no. Golden Bachelor? Jasmine, do you want to say it or me? Yes. Okay. So the Golden Bachelor, Soph, is the first ever like senior older bachelor that they're that they're gonna do. His name is Gary. He's what, like 60, 70? No, he's in his 70s. Yeah, this like <laughs> golden. But honestly, he's such a muffin, super I, handsome. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's I mean Is there a, a report page? Like a comment <laughs> I know. suggestion box? I, we're not sure what prompted this new idea. I love it. Yeah. I mean, hey, love can be found at all ages. They are, I feel like they are premiering it though, like the same time as Bachelor in Paradise, which they makes are. me like, yeah, it makes me wonder. I'm like, oh, are they worried about views? But Gary's a muffin. Love, like his love story with his with his previous wife um, is so sweet. And I just hope he, I hope he does find his person and it does work out for him. So excited to see who his group of women are and just how they're going to conduct the show moving forward with yes gary yes he's in his 70s yeah he's in his 70s right there's no way dead ass i'm so down for this narrative okay which this is my thing right (laughs) like we're trying to not be ageist like we're trying to be inclusive but then you just like pick like the one of the one of the one percent here i come just complaining the one of the one of the one of the 70s like no (laughs) one he is the only person that looks like that as a 70 year old Maybe they can pull from like Europe or something. Maybe <laughs> yeah. they'll pull from other people. And also the woman, maybe if they do the golden bachelorette next, yeah. let's see. 
since we do know that some men of certain races tend to age faster for sure women of other races but i'm also excited like people keep bringing up the good point that like the women on his season are going to be like housewives age so we're gonna get like housewives level drama it's gonna be like compared to like combined with abc and i'm like this is gonna honestly i'm so excited I think it's going to be great TV. I just like, I understand what I know what narrative they're trying to get at. Like, oh, we're inclusive. But then it's like, okay, how inclusive are you really? But at the end of the day, they're going to make good TV. And I, I've always been a Housewives fan. So, and then we're going to add this on top of it. Like, let's Mm -hmm. go. Yeah. It's going to be perfectly curated. Right. And he had a successful marriage for like multiple, multiple decades. So I think it has, there's a lot of like lessons, I think, in a boring way for all of us to learn. And then I think it's also a good message that like Jasmine said that like you can find love at any age. And I like that we're kind of getting out of this idea of like everyone like hyper fixating on the 20s. I right. think this is going to be, I'm really excited. I think it's great. It'll be yes. ready. I know. Well, speaking as, of Housewives and Bravo, we're going to pivot into our next section, Real Houses of New York. If you guys have not been watching the new Roni, please do. It is different from old school Roni, but I'm obsessed with new Roni. Um, the group of women are amazing. I know people kind of have qualms that they're still trying to like set up conflict and like the kinds of things that people, the kinds of storylines that are trying to be created still seem very beta testing, but you know, I feel like that's what happens when you're trying to get into the new groove of a new cast. And this is your first time ever on TV, but I love them. Um, I love the petty drama. I love how, again, the diversity of the women that, you know, they're all, some are moms, some are single, some are married, some, everybody has like some crazy high profile job and they're just like city New Yorkers. And I love it. Um. Yeah, cannot recommend Roni enough. We are Team Jenna Lyons in this house. My personal favorite. Um, Brynn is also up there for me. I love a fun. I love the fun single friend that's just a little unhinged. We all need that in our lives. And yeah, those are my thoughts. My initial thoughts on Roni. Toby, what have you thought? I really like Roni. I said I also. I have respect for people who are like day one Bravo people. I feel like I can only be that way when it comes to Vanderpump and. Um, summer house but since with the housewives I started way later I've never watched an episode of original Roni other than the one where the lady like took off like her fake leg and that was because it came on before Vanderpump so (laughs) watching as like a naive person I love it I love the characters I love it for all the same reasons Jasmine has said um I have heard like friends that I have who are like from New York born and raised in New York being like and like I get the complaints about wanting like a um the cast like represent New York, but these people aren't representing New York either. And there is that um argument. And I feel like I have no grounds to argue with that because I'm not from New York. I wasn't born in New York. <laughs> like I, I can't speak on that. But from a naive point of view, an entertainment point of view, I have really enjoyed it. Um and even the characters like Jessel, who people are really, really split on. Mm-hmm. I personally started to like her maybe episode three or four. And then I started to notice that also people on the internet were starting to realize, like people were beginning to be a bit more split and see both sides. I mean, I'm in the place where I, personally I have reason to like all of the characters on this show now, but I do think that <laughs> Jessel is going to have a comeback because people are starting to kind of get over how annoying she was in the beginning. And I think she is getting better. 
Yeah. Yeah. She's and I and I believe. Aware. <laughs> yes, yes. And I believe when Jenna Lyons in the first episode mentioned that Jessel does not have a mean bone in her body. Yeah, if anyone's judgment, so. I ch- trust the most Jenna Lyons. Soph, <laughs> I cannot wait for you to watch Roni and meet these women, especially Jenna Lyons oh, and Bryn. Yeah. I think you'll really resonate with their characters too. It's like so Maybe good. Down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You will love it. You will love it. You'll eat it up. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for Secret Fit. I'm also excited for Salt Lake City to drop on September 5th because that's mm-hmm. gonna be crazy and Mary's back and like, mm-hmm. it's like it's gonna be so good. The trailer is some of the biggest foolery I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and like, oh my god, the meme! This oh my god, it's gonna be insane. Gonna I know. It's coming in perfect timing because I, I started Salt Lake City like just a couple months ago and I'm already like powering through all the entire show on Peacock. So going to catch up right in time to be live with everyone when the new season comes out. Um, but yeah, that's... Have you got into the part where um, they're in the Sprinter van and like the cops come for Jen? Because oh my God. No, yes. Stop. Yes. Stop. No, that, that's that's the first episode of season two, I think. And she just dips, remember? And everybody's yeah, like, she's like, I gotta go to the hospital. Was it the cops or the feds? Like, <laughs> let's just clarify. Yeah. And every, crazy. everyone's like, what's going on? Yeah. No. Oh my, that's so stressful. And it's like painful to watch her like advocate for her innocence because, like, in, in season two, because obviously, like the the results didn't, you know, the guilty verdict didn't happen till season three. Yeah, that's all going in in court. Like I just hate to be that person. It's like you're, anything that you say, anything anywhere ever is going you. It's going to be used against you. Like I'm yeah. so serious. <laughs> when you're recorded on reality TV on one of the biggest networks in the world, yeah. like, I am innocent. And then we see she's currently like in jail. I don't know what it was about her getting arrested. But, like, for some reason, that one really, I know I keep mentioning these funniest stuff my brother has said, but that one really hit my brother. He was like, oh, my God, like, she went to jail. Oh, my God, the judge just went to jail. Like, you don't realize that people go to jail for crimes. Like, for some reason, this was the one, like, really hot and deep. Where he's like, oh, oh, people are really out here getting arrested. <laughs> it's like, probably no, they like, really do. Yeah, well, it's probably because like, people at like the at like Jen's stature normally can pay their way out of it, and, or you know, like people find their ways to get out of it. And it's also envisioning Jen Shaw in a prison cell is like the craziest, <laughs> like like combination. However, I have seen like paparazzi photos of her in prison, and she's she's eating. Really? She's yeah, yes. she's literally she slays in her prison uniform, and and she like, has like a click. Like she, there's like there's like a group of women around her that she's like in charge of. I'm pretty sure from the paparazzi photos, her she's minions. doing fine. Don't worry about Jen Shaw. Honestly, she's going to be okay. I'm not surprised at the slightest. This just, oh my god, I, I, oh my gosh, I'm like hoping for reparations for everyone that was affected. I also hope she learns her lesson. Um, but also, okay. I'm never gonna celebrate. I'm never gonna like celebrate someone going to jail, you know. Never. But, like she has young kids, but it's like, come on, like she committed like, like federal crimes, like yeah, she's paying the price. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, and clearly she's she's doing fine. She'll do her time, and we'll pick up from where she left off. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Bravo women that are picking up from where they left off, I'm sure 
if you guys are in the Bravo universe, you saw that Raquel Levis, aka Rachel Levis, now that she wants to go by, was on Bethany Frankel's podcast. Personally, I know it was a three-parter. I only made it through the first part. The ads were killing me. I understand Bethany was in her bag, but Toby did listen to all three parts. So before I can even put in any opinions, Toby, put let's lay out the facts of the of the pod. What did you take away? What are your thoughts? Let's go from there. Yeah, I mean, I listened to all three. Um, it's just a bit disappointing because I'm not. Uh, I think the world was kind of ready to forgive Rachel, and there's even been a lot of talks like of people in the Vanderpump past who have been, you know, kind of like extending an arm out to her. And she did mention that people like Lala have reached out to her, um, which of course is major. I think it takes a lot to after everything that they've been through in the ways that she not only betrayed Ariana, but also some of those other friendships. Maybe Lala isn't a good example since they weren't exactly the best of friends, but I mean, so, and then for her to kind of go on there, I think it kind of stinted any of that progress because she didn't come off the best. I think most people kind of have that feeling um, just because she didn't really feel, she didn't, she didn't come off as remorseful. And she also still kind of came off as if she were the victim. Um, and this, while she has been the victim of like online bullying and everything that happened, the reunion and all that, at the end of the day, she wouldn't have been in that position had she not had an affair with Tom. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where it's like, I don't really know if I, I, the only place where I can say, yes, you're right, is yes, the internet was awful to you. But in terms of everything else, it's like you you were the one who and you were the you were the factor that caused all of this. You know, no, if she if yeah. she did not act, none of this would have ever happened. Like that's exactly. just principle. Yeah, like, exactly. at all. I, I will say that she did shed some light on like Tom doing some kind of like really manipulative stuff to her, but none of us are surprised by that. But then again, had she said these things and said, I'm sorry, I was wrong, what I did was sort of probably messed up. I genuinely think that people would start to kind of let her off, especially Mm -hmm. since the cast themselves were, but she didn't say any of that. So I don't think it's going to do any good for her. I think it's going to actually be worse. She's confirmed that she's not going back to Vanderpump. She's not returning. She had asked if she could be paid the same as Tom and Ariana, which regardless of anything is never going to happen because they are OGs. They've been there since season one. It's not the same. And the nerve, the nerve. And then three, she says she's never doing reality TV again. Four, she says she's starting her own podcast. (laughs) Yeah, she wants to start a podcast surrounded around mental health from the perspective of the mistress. And don't get me wrong. Nobody is more wrong in this this situation than Tom Sandoval, period. You know, and I, I recognize that. And while... You know, you can you can have criticism about the way the reunion went and around the way the internet worked. The internet has been a is mean to you regardless if you are a good person or not. Like you could yeah. be the best person, and there's always trolls. Yeah. That's just part of it, you know. And I'm sorry that her mental health was so bad she couldn't keep up with that. But like you said, Toby, it was all self inflicted. The audacity to say that she should have gotten paid the same as them is crazy to me because mm-hmm. you don't you don't get to do fuck ass shit and then get a raise for it yeah she's essentially asking for a raise because she had an affair and i'm like i get in a really really twisted way it's like we've all been watching vanderpump since the beginning yeah it would have been sad to see it end at season 10 it was already slated to be a good season of course this scandal thing took it to next levels it took vanderpump global for the first time 
it put them all on a pedestal and a level of fame that they probably would have never reached had it not been for this. But I don't think you get a pat on the back for that. No, especially because her <laughs> her intention to have this affair with him was to keep it on the low exactly. and, to and to never have it be found out. This wasn't like an intentional move of, oh, hey, let's drive let's up the ratings. The show. Yeah, let's put the show on the map. That is not what your intention was. You are not getting a raise and, you know, you're not getting forgiveness over here. Try again. I want like you don't have a PR team. How do you not know how to apologize? Man, she ain't got shit. Like <laughs> she is, and she is the exact person that needs to have a PR team. Yeah. Like well, well, no, she obviously yeah. does. She has some, right? But well, like, no, I know. think there were some issues. I think she fired. She one, got dropped, and then she got dropped. But she yeah, but did fire one. Didn't they like yeah, her going to like rehab or like a whatever rehab for dumb bitches? Like, didn't she? It wasn't that a PR her PR person her publicist told her to do that. So like, like you need to check yourself rehab. into a psych ward. Yeah, it wasn't even, re it was like, rehab is technically not even the word. It was like some sort of like mental health retreat. Yeah, it's like a psych yeah. ward, but like yeah. not <laughs> actually like mentally insane, but like I need like outpatient work. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm not really sure what growth happened there or at least she didn't really show it in this podcast. So I think it was a missed opportunity. And also from a business standpoint, she should have kept her mouth shut yeah. and held this until she started her own podcast because now she's missing out on like number one she could have done numbers because then like she was talking about how like i didn't get any sponsorships i didn't get any of this in the podcast and it's like well neither did tom sandoval True. ariana is the only one because she was the actual victim in this situation so of course she's gonna be the one to get sponsorships but it's like, if you also really cared so much about that, or if she even had people around her who could advise her from a business standpoint, she should have held on to all of this and premiered it all on her podcast mm -hmm. rather than giving it away to someone else. And it was also announced that she didn't get paid for going on Bethany's podcast. So it's like, she kind of lost. Yeah. Alrighty, I think we've said as much as we can on the reality space right now. You'll definitely hear us talk more next month, especially when Roni comes to a close and Salt Lake City starts. But for now, Sophie, do you have any updates on sports? Um, yeah, sports girl coming at you live. Um, no, just had last time that we had talked, you know, the Women's World Cup had commenced, and it was very exciting because the U.S. Women's um, Soccer Team has always been. Uh, incredible contender to win um, in any field that they decide to step on. Or what do they call a pitch? Or any pitch that they decide to step on. There's always something incredible and super impressive. However, this year, there's been a different story. So I don't, they didn't make it past the round of 16 this year. And so that means they didn't make it even to semifinals, to finals, whatever. And I believe if my sources are correct, which this is what um, ussoccer.com says, that their exiting the round of 16 this year was marks the first time the USA has not made it to at least the semifinals of the women's. That's crazy. Whoa. That's wild. I feel like because everyone always expects the US to make it to. Yeah. But I'm like, you just kind of have like, and that's not saying like it's a newer team. <clears throat> it's definitely not necessarily the same that we've seen, I guess, in the last four years. How long has it been? Two years? Maybe the last World Cup. I think we had a different team then, right? And so there's you some new pieces. The wrong person. 
Jasmine, I don't want to say for you, but like, like target I, audience not reached. Yeah, I think there's some new faces, and so maybe we can just things are happening. I know it was gonna be <laughs> Megan's last year, and so that's what I've heard. I don't know, but a lot of people have retired and moved on. No way. So really? I think of this might have been a couple of the players, um, the newer members, their first World Cup. So it is wow. a little shocking that this statistically it's shocking, but I think it's also shocking. In the sense of, is that wind? I don't know if y'all can hear that. There's or a wild banshee, <laughs> um, one or the other. But yeah, so that's just a, a cute little update, and we hope to see them two more years until we see them. I don't know where the summer Olympics is going to be. Twenty twenty six is going to be in LA. Yes, what? it is. The what? Twenty twenty six summer Olympics is going to be in LA. <laughs> Oh my god, are you wait Toby? Did you not know that? I, I have not been paying I don't I have not been paying attention. I remember someone saying something about Olympics years ago. I mean 2026 is a long time away. Yeah. So no, but that's why there there's always a shit show of construction at the airport as they're as they're trying to brace themselves for the incoming oh, traffic of the world oh Olymp- of the Olympics. God. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the World Cup, like the men's world cup, we're also holding, right? Correct. Well the yes. same year. Yeah, but it's not like LA itself is hosting. Like LA is hosting, where oh. it's different. Where like the Men's World Cup, it's like the US is hosting. So that's yeah. why they did like that whole entire raffle thing. And now there's like teams or cities all over the country that are hosting certain. Yeah. Like KC is going to be hosting. So it was like yes. Miami. So and like Mexico like, City. Yeah. Mexico City. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The City of Angels will be welcoming How the long Summer is the World Cup. Oh, Toby's concerned. Like a month, a month. No, literally, we so. cannot leave our houses that whole summer. Like, Wait, yeah, twenty twenty six is a long time away. I know, but we gotta brace ourselves. <laughs> but who knows? It might be different. But I thought I saw like stuff for LA. They had cute little graphics and. Things. No, I I think you're right, Sophie. Like I, that, that's what I had been hearing too, especially with all the construction that's happening at the airport, all the roads. Like they're LA is trying to prep themselves. But I'm like, girl. You couldn't pay me. It's not going to work. <laughs> you cannot pay me. I can tell you that much. But moving on. Toby's Toby's internally. I'm not going to say anything. I know. Let's, yeah, let's, we'll just, we'll, we'll let that marinate. We'll circle back with you guys in 2026. Um, who knows? May not be an L. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on to weekly playlists, our favorite part of the show. Sophie, did you finally get to listen to something this month? I sure did, Jasmine. <laughs> I finally, um, last podcast, what did we talk about? Uh, Toby was absolutely assuring me that I was going to fall in love with this song. The song was Rush by Troy Sivan. And it's so, good. It's so good. I took it upon myself to uh, not just listen to Rush, but to embrace it. And well, since I was traveling for a couple of weeks in strictly beach vacations, um, Rush was on every single playlist. Every single time I looked at the sand, I looked at the ocean, it was playing. And I was like, this is the, because you know how I am with music. I'm like, okay, let's have a cute little music video. Tell me why I was doing my own choreography in the ocean. I was saying, this song, it is the song in the moment. And I'm so sad that I was just now hearing it towards the end of summer because I feel like, it needed to be, I needed to have a whole summer moment. But yes, I was very much enjoying Rush and I really liked Trace Vaughn. But it is, 
Um, di- a little different for him, I would say. I think I think that's fair. But I'm also not a heavy listener. I too have always liked him, but I haven't really been a heavy listener of his music. But I think that this is like mass appeal. And he did yeah. really well in the charts with this. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Yes, that's that's also what I was gonna say. Cause like yeah. I was on I was with somebody else and they were like, You have to listen, my friend Jonathan. He was like, You have to listen to the song. And I said, Bitch, well, you have to listen to this song. Wait a second. Um <laughs> so it's like touching everybody. But yes, I very much was uh, filming my own music videos. <laughs> I will not, they will not be released. <laughs> Jonathan heard it, so it's touching everybody. <laughs> <laughs> my best friend who is just like me now the same music taste as me. Hmm. <laughs> Special guest. Let's get down. Okay. I'll have to show you guys. Um, for those that are on audio and not video, my dog just attacked me because she not really not literally but like you know she just jumped up on me because she's been waiting patiently for someone to give her attention the last hour as we've been recording this she'll be fine um in terms of what i've been listening to this (laughs) in the last month though utopia the long-awaited album from travis scott finally dropped and of course i was all over it um as i had mentioned earlier at the drake concert meltdown one of my favorites obviously with the drake feature my favorite videos on tiktok are watching all the reaction videos of people like because when he dropped the album he didn't put the features on at first it was like supposed to be a surprise amazing tactic um, aside from meltdown my favorites are also i know telekinesis i will admit i only fast forward to the seza part as many of us do because she carried that whole song sorry future modern jam is literally a song that makes me want to jump out of my body it is so fun so funky such a vibe i love it and then schizo because i love a young thug feature always and um alongside other music i've been listening to more so watching as you guys i'm sure saw on social media seza dropped this news music video which was stacked with beautiful men notoriously known though for the video it was young mazino and bugatti bieber you guys justin bieber in his light skin era is back we've been saying that since private landing dropped but this music video only solidified that he looks so fucking good they look so good together thank you Haley, for that moment and i'm so excited for the remix to come out because snooze is one of my it, snooze arguably might be one of my favorite says songs of all time so the oh, fact wow. that we're gonna get a justin bieber remix wait yeah. my soul confirmed to be on the remix i think so yeah like that's what i've been seeing on tiktok i also could be spinning, spreading misinformation that's what i want to hear but speculation <laughs> so let, let's let's take that out speculation not confirmation is that he will be on the snooze remix and i'm praying that that happens because even like the idea of that is enough to like extend my will to live yeah but yeah that's me this month toby what about you what are the pop girlies up to i love that i mean on the justin front i know he did this interview during covid um where they were interviewing him like asking like who his favorite artist are like what his dream collab would be and he said scissor so that makes me really happy for him as a believer (laughs) we all know we're believers here it's like i think that's a dream honestly f to f is my favorite SZA song of all time. And yeah. I remember the videos of him at the concert, like literally yelling the lyrics. I personally would love to see him on a song like that. <laughs> but I'll be, I'll take the Snooze remix. Mm-hmm. Um, but on a non-Bieber front, so um, 
I've been listening to To Die For, which is a song off of Addison Ray's EP titled AR. Um, and it has a Charlie XEX feature. And I'm pretty sure that Charlie co-wrote on it and also most likely produced it, but that might be speculation. But essentially, I guess Addison Ray, a song off of this album, I mean, off of this EP, like leaked during covid and then she she actually released one song i don't know if you guys all remember but people were kind of like eating her apart and then she just kind of dropped the music thing for a while and then this came out like almost two years later and i know from the jump like charlie xcx always kind of like took her under her wing which i feel like charlie is the queen of like helping people with their debuts like their mainstream debuts like iconic pop iggy is mm-hmm. Fancy guys, come on. So, like, the minute I knew that Charlie XCX, like, when TikTok knew that she was gonna feature on this song, I was like, oh, it's a rap. Like, Addison's like being queued up to be like the next pop girly in this song. I haven't seen this level of excitement over a song within the pop community that wasn't attached to a boy band. And, like, yeah, people were so excited. And the song's literally like two minutes long, but it's just so good. Simple, basic, straight to the point, amazing beat. Um, and then since then, like the press for what has been like, she's been scoring like Vogue music and all these different titles. I'm like, they're honestly trying to cue this girl up. Um, I'm personally excited because personally, I trust anyone that Charlie XCX co-signs. Um, she has that like everything she touches turns to gold. So I'm excited for Addison and I love this song and I want to see them work together more often. I echo that. I'm I think Addison Ray has the entire pop star essence. The fact that she's dance, like she can dance. She has a talent in that. Um, she can sing. And even though the first single was a flop, like, you know, I'm glad that she's getting her revival and her flowers now. And yeah. like you said, Toby, there is no one we trust more than Charlie. Yeah, when it comes to these pop stars, honestly, this song, I love it. I listen to it every day. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm yeah, so excited. You, you will really like it. It's just like, I don't even know how to describe it. It just feels like it's not from this era. It feels, because I feel like Charlie's always very futuristic, but Uh it feels like very mid-2000s, but in a good way. Like, not trying too hard. There's not crazy vocals. Just a good-ass beat. Really simple lyrics. You will like it. It's doing something for me already. It's so good. It's so good. This boom boom is to die for the minute I said like, girl, <laughs> I the move is to die. <laughs> that, my way. Oh, here we go. Give her a mic. That's what we've been listening to this month, everybody. Thank you for making it to the end of this episode with us and hang out with us in August. I cannot believe we got three, three two months in a row we're gonna go for episode three next month we will see you guys then but in the meantime you know the drill like subscribe share with all your friends tell everybody about it write us an email at theweeklybk at gmail.com follow us on all of our social media leave a five-star review and some nice kind words if you feel inclined and yeah stream the strength needed rebrand on youtube or ted.com as always and we'll see you guys next month Bye. I'm Sophie. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Toby. And you've been listening to The The Weekly Weekly Bay Bay K. K.